and remember, as we've mentioned, if you miss any any uh, portion of the show, or if you just want to go back and catch part of it, you can check out our social media sites. We've got uh, the audio posted there. And, of course, you can go to SyntechSportsFan.com. Let's talk Cowboys football. Let's do it with our good friend Kyle Yeomans. And, Kyle, first of all, on behalf of all of us, uh, I just want to tell you what a great job I thought uh, you did the other night uh, in the Cowboy Arizona broadcast. I, I thought you were outstanding. Well, thank you very much. That was uh, that was a lot of fun, especially since uh, our broadcast was on in Waco. It was a part of the the affiliates that that we were able to send those out to. So, man, I got a ton of compliments from from friends and family back in the Central Texas area because that's always, I mean, that's always going to be home for me. So it means a little bit more when I hear that from coming from you guys and those from the the Waco and Central Texas area. All right, let's go. I, we're, we're, we're all over the place with this Dak Prescott thing. Does he play? <laughs> does he not play? If he doesn't play, does it matter? If he plays, does it matter? What's your take, and what, what's the staff saying? So the staff right now, and that's really what, it, what matters to be heard, is that it doesn't matter whether or not he plays, and he's probably not going to play. So that's that's ultimately what you're hearing from the staff. If you were to ask me, though, I, I'm kind of along the same lines. It's more of get him ready for September 9th. Get him ready for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week one when things really do count. Uh, it, and the only reason I, I have any pause about a quarterback not playing in the preseason is the fact that he hasn't played since week five of last season. If it were anything different, in terms of uh, the playing time or in terms of who it was because he is entering year six of his deal uh, in the NFL, I wouldn't necessarily bother with him in the preseason regardless. The only reason I would like for him to get those snaps is if is the fact that he hasn't played because of the compound fracture in the ankle, and, and ultimately that's, uh, that's something that you would want to see are those live reps. But it looks like it's going to have to wait till week one until you see those live reps, and that's probably – uh, it's worrisome for Cowboys fan, but it's definitely not worrisome for this coaching staff. Kyle, is it worrisome that he's still not taking a heavy workload in practice, though, still not throwing a quite a lot, not taking a whole lot of reps, or is that just still normal aspects for Dak Prescott? I think he kind of goes along with the same lines of being cautious uh, more than anything. And, and we had seen him kind of work back into – uh, at least the throwing portion of practice where he's working with the quarterbacks, he's going through the drills, he's using the footwork, uh, throwing on the run, even though it may not be uh, a long throw here and there, they still haven't thrown him into team drills. And and you got to remember the first time that he saw team action was the first practice that he ended up leaving because of the shoulder strain. And uh, it was the first padded practice of, of team drills that he had uh, had to leave prematurely. So, I, it is a little bit interesting to think, okay, we haven't had him work back in, but I think it does kind of go along with the same lines. Is they really feel comfortable of where he is mentally, where he will be when he does get back out on the field, and why push things if, if they're not necessarily worried about the reps overall. When you look at this defense right now, the defensive line, how is it coming together for you? Uh, I know this morning they, they were pretty active on the defensive line, but is this defensive line where it needs to be yet, or is it still a work in progress? From the edge rusher spot, I definitely think they are where they need to be. I mean, you have Randy Gregory and Dorrance Armstrong that in practices are borderline dominant. Uh, and, and sure, that might be a little worrisome for the, the offensive tackle portion of practice. And they're doing it against guys like Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins. This isn't against 
Terrence Steele, Tyon Zeki, and uh, Brandon Knight out there. I mean, they are going up against the ones and showing out pretty much every snap. So that's encouraging from a defensive line standpoint. I felt a lot better about the D tackles last week than I do right now. Uh, you have uh, the injury to Neville Gallimore that certainly throws a wrench into things as he left uh, with that apparent left arm injury uh, in the Arizona game. Luckily, his diagnosis was not nearly uh, as extensive as it once uh, once looked like it would be. Uh, and the Cowboys should get him back somewhere in the middle of the first week, or excuse me, not first week, but first month of the regular season. And that is a uh, a win, I think, for that that staff overall. Uh, but after that, I mean, what do you really have, especially from a three-technique standpoint? Both Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore are going to miss uh, a significant amount of time. Uh, the one-technique spot right now looks pretty solid because Carlos Watkins has had a really good training camp and uh, continued that momentum into the preseason for the limited amount of time that he's seen. And then you've got Brent Urban that's kind of mixed in there as well at three-technique. So you have guys, which is great, but of course last year we showed just because you have guys doesn't mean you can stop a, an offense. And uh, the interior of that, uh, that defensive line was a worry last year. It was one of the worst in the NFL, and I think right now without Neville Gallimore, without Tristan Hill, which seemingly are your top two guys on the depth chart, I think there is a bit of a question mark surrounding that area. It, it, it's rookie. It's, it's free agents. Uh, it, it's, does that mm -hmm. cause for the Cowboys maybe to look at – somebody on another roster at that three tech you know it is it's tough uh to really say that because you have other areas of, of question already i mean what about backup quarterback is garrett <laughs> gilbert enough for you uh to go look elsewhere what about corner i guess corner you feel pretty set uh over what you've you've got throughout the the offseason maybe uh maybe defensive tackle is that area maybe that's that's where you go and look uh, out on the free agent market, but what are you really going to find that fits into your price range that's really going to make an impact? I think the signings of Carlos Watkins and Brent Urban fit that mold pretty perfectly as guys uh, that aren't going to break the bank but can come in and make a significant impact. You would need another guy like that uh, to come in, and, and especially at this point in the process and when teams are already getting into the preseason and really know who their guys are, if they're going to hit the open market, it's most likely going to either one cost you a pretty penny as a, a cap casualty or two, not necessarily fit the mold of a guy who's going to make an immediate impact. Kyle, after the Arizona game, is there more questions on the depth of this offensive line, like at center and swing tackle right now? Especially at center. Yes. When I think 100% there are questions because you saw Ooh. just how tough it is for a guy like Connor Williams, even as good as he is at the left guard spot. Uh, to come in and play center. I mean, that is a different animal. And, and Ward, I mean, a guy like yourself who has coached the game at a high level previously would know that's not an easy switch for anybody, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is not uh, really – that's not like going from outside wide receiver to playing in the slot. I mean, that is a, a completely different job. The timing, uh, the responsibilities, uh, the really the, the strength that it takes to play that position uh, is different from the guard spot. And I think – Connor Williams is learning that, and, and I don't think that experiment is necessarily over uh, just because of the hiccups that he has had in the middle of the preseason. I think you're still going to see plenty of him at the center spot, but, man, it, it really does throw a wrench into things of maybe we should look at that spot because behind Tyler Biotis, you've got Connor Williams and Matt Farniak as your only two guys uh, who, at least at the moment, on the depth chart, look like they can play center, and neither have had a snap 
at center in a regular season game in the NFL in their career so far. So maybe that is one of the areas, much like we talked about defensive tackle, that they have to go out and find. But once again, they're severely limited in terms of the capital that they can use. Talking with Kyle Yeomans of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Kyle, you know, we none of us really pay attention to the score because we know in these exhibition games, preseason games, I mean, we know. But I, I, I am starting to get a little concerned on just how – just lack of cohesiveness, I guess, is the word I'm looking for in 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 both units. I mean, offense mm-hmm. and defense. I, it just doesn't look good right now. Yeah, I think defensively, you could probably feel a little better about what you've seen uh, because, I mean, you look at the run defense right now, it looks much improved against two teams that uh, seemingly wanted to establish the run, at least in these preseason games with Najee Harris. Uh, in, in Pittsburgh, and then, of course, with Eno Benjamin, uh, Kenyon Drake and company with that Arizona game last week. So I, I think the defense, I feel much better about. You You haven't seen a ton of broken plays. You haven't seen the big play give it up. And I think the communication from that side of the football has certainly seen an uptick underneath Dan Quinn, and I think that's encouraging to see. Offensively, I would agree, though, as well. I mean, third down, red zone. These are things that in 2020 were a big bugaboo for the Cowboys offense. And Kellen Moore had the answer to questions about the third down offense and with the red zone efficiency last year. And neither one have really shown any sorts of improvement. Now you got to remember that more guys are sitting on the offensive side than there are guys sitting on the defensive side as term in terms of your starting caliber players. I mean, Amari Cooper hasn't seen any time. Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb have been very limited. Your offensive line hasn't really seen any time, especially when it comes to Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. So there is a lot of growth still to be had on that offensive side of the football, but you got to remember personnel-wise, the defense has had more to work with than the offense has through the first two preseason games, which is why I really do want to see what happens this week against the Texans with the quote-unquote dress rehearsal you should see more guys out there probably not Dak Prescott but the majority of your starters should out be out there on the offensive side of football so hopefully you do end up seeing an uptick uh, in the communication the cohesiveness that you expect out of that side of the ball well I was just going to say how how much of a dress rehearsal is it really when you're not going to have Zeke and you're not going to have Dak and you know who who knows how much Amari Cooper plays if any is it truly a dress rehearsal, and should we look for this team to be a little more polished on the offensive side of the ball? Uh, I would think so. I think you're probably going to see a really good amount of starters, and, and even though it may not be Dak or Zeke, Amari Cooper said yesterday that he's planning to play. You're going to see maybe one or two more series than normal for CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. I think both tight ends, it, maybe not Blake Jarwin, or excuse me, Dalton Schultz, as he's been kind of dealing with a bit of an ailment, but I think Blake Jarwin will probably see more playing time. And then the offensive line, I think, is the biggest addition. Uh, I, I do expect Zach Martin to play. Now, that hasn't been confirmed. That's just basically a guess uh, and, and an es- estimate on my part. I think you'll see Zach Martin play. I think Tyron Smith will see a series. I think Lyle Collins will continue to play. So you'll see probably the starting five up front, which is a huge plus. Uh, to really get to see what you have behind guys like maybe Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard, who uh, may not be your starting guys at those positions, but if they have everybody around them, that's going to be the best look that this coaching staff receives all year. Kyle Yeomans with the Dallas Cowboys Network with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Kyle, you mentioned it a few minutes ago. Let's go ahead and open up that box. The Garrett Gilbert and Danucci, 
after their performance on uh, against the Arizona Cardinals, are the Cowboys paying a little more attention to the waiver wires now? I think you will see some attention shift that direction, but I really have been impressed, and I think the, the front office has been impressed by the way that Garrett Gilbert has run things. And, and even though he hasn't had the finishing of drives that you would want to see in the preseason, I, I still think they feel comfortable with what he could provide uh, as a backup quarterback, and, and more importantly, I think, with the price tag that he comes with. Because you can say all you want that a Nick Foles is going to come uh, become available. Of course, you saw Josh Rosen uh, come available as he was cut uh, a couple days ago. Uh, either one of those guys may not give you exactly what Garrett Gilbert can give you or maybe gives you more, but their price tags are going to be very, uh, very different than the one that Gilbert does have. Uh, Josh Rosen specifically, he may not give you exactly what Garrett Gilbert's already shown you he can have on the field, but he may be cheaper. So maybe that's an option, but I, I still don't necessarily feel like the Cowboys are, are interested in that. So even though these quarterbacks are kind of going to come available, I don't know if they'll be as good of a fit as what three has shown you back behind center and, and the way that he's played throughout the preseason. Kyle, uh, man, man, we do appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for, for being with us. Uh, again, uh, a lot of fun watching you on Saturday night uh, in that game with Arizona. And what, what, what's, your, uh, what's your assignment this week? It's the same thing. So pregame starts at 6 p.m. Central time. You can catch that down in the Waco, Central Texas area. It'll be on Fox 44 starting mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. So you can catch that, and then I'll be on the sideline uh, for the rest of the television broadcast as well and a little bit of halftime work. We've got some really cool interviews on the sideline this week with players. Mike McCarthy at halftime again. So uh, lots to look for for Cowboys fans in the Central Texas area. All right, Kyle. Thanks so much, and uh, have fun Saturday night. Appreciate you guys as always. Y'all have fun. Talk-